Striking award-winning design, an exceptional EV driving experience. Designed, engineered, and manufactured entirely in the USA. The all-new Mullen 5 EV crossover is coming to Atlanta Motor Speedway in Atlanta from December 10th to the 11th. Limited seats are available, so secure your spot today with a fully refundable deposit of only $100 and have first priority. Register today at MullenUSA.com. That's MullenUSA.com. Mullen 5, strikingly different. My name is Amy Vaughn, co-founder of Rad Diversified. The market's a wild ride while we've been soaring at 122.2% in three years. I am incredibly proud to announce that our Rad REIT share price has increased 12 straight quarters. Investing $40,000 with us in 2019, today it would be worth nearly $89,000. We've helped thousands of investors earn millions of dollars. See what makes us Rad at raddiversified.com today. That's R-A-D diversified.com. Sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for animation, deliberation, a conversation and a celebration of our favorite action animated series. Yeah. Whew. Just had to get that out of my system. It's been a couple of weeks. Greetings and salutations, animation deliberation listeners. It's your boy, Jay Scotty. I apologize for not being able to be on the podcast live. I know it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, Let's just say that I am currently locked in a battle with the Eternity Devil. Uh, I can't seem to escape the eighth floor of this cheap and seedy motel. But definitely wanted to chime in a little bit. Uh, I won't, again, steal my co-host Thunder, but just had to spout off about a few things. Um, I know Andrew and Zuhair mentioned it, but I have to say my piece on, you know, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. It's been a couple of weeks now, but... Such a significant loss um, to the animation, you know, action animation community and and a legendary voice actor uh, will definitely, definitely be missed, but appreciate his valuable, valuable contributions to the legacy of Batman. He is the voice of Batman for me, as he is for so many other people. Um, Also, unrelated to animation, but just, you know, in a time of losses, uh, I myself, you know, a big part of my morning routine was watching the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Green Ranger was always my favorite. Before it became the popular thing, the Green Ranger was always my favorite. So with the passing of uh, Jason David Frank, definitely want to make a mention to him and uh, thoughts and condolences to his family. Okay, um, in the realm of animation... I don't want to do any spoilers or anything like that, so I will just say uh, Spy Family continues to impress uh, the introduction of a new character, a new supporting character, uh, bodes really well for me. I think uh, this character will be an interesting foil for Yor, who is one of my favorite characters, so if if she can get a little bit more to do, I'm always on board and uh, just, yeah, continue to be really delighted with the way that show's progressing Chainsaw Man, wow, uh, that's that's going to be a tough one not to go into spoilers about, but I really like the rhythm of the show so far. It's like we have these little vignettes where we get to see the, the devil hunters kind of embrace the normal, uh, as normal as it gets around here, side of life. But, you know, just being able to kind of cut loose and have a reprieve from this intense, intense life that they have and then to go from that to the sheer insanity that we we witnessed at the end of the last episode. 
Um, I don't know the finality of a lot of these fates because so much happened. I don't see how the show could go on if if some of these stick. Uh, But it's definitely got me on the edge of my seat. And finally, My Hero Academia, it's intense. It is intense, and the show is firing on all cylinders. The animation, the music, the voice acting, the story, it's just... It's got me gasping again. I, nobody feels safe, especially at the end of the last episode. I, I cannot wait to tune in for the next uh, edition there. But I was actually talking to someone who kind of said they fell off after the second season. I was like, how is that even possible? And then if there was ever a better time to return and catch up, it's now. Like Binge those few seasons you missed in between and, and get on board because – now is the time to really see where this series is going. It's really up the ante, and uh, I really like I like the progression. I like the stakes. It's uh, feels feels like the show is is matriculating in a way much like it should, like like our heroes are. So again, to make those Harry Potter comparisons, there there, I will throw it back to Andrew and Zuhair. Thank you for keeping the ship going, keeping the ship steady, keeping the ship on course in my absence. And hopefully it's not too long before I can return in person. And thanks as always for tuning in. That's T-O-O-N-I-N. When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. On another exciting entry of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, we are thankful for great shows. We are thankful for great storytelling. We are grateful for you, the listeners. And for all of these things that we're going to talk about right after these ads, we have no control over. Nerds, do you copy? We need your help. It's your turn to save Hawkins. Unlock your power as you journey through the halls of Hawkins Lab into the Upside Down. Team up with Eleven, Dustin, Mike, Lucas, Max, and Will to save your city before it's too late. Once you make it out, grab a bite at Scoops Ahoy or Surfer Boy Pizza, play in the Palace Arcade, and snag exclusive merch. Stranger Things, the experience now open in Atlanta. Get your tickets at StrangerThings-Experience.com and be the hero of your own adventure. And sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for animation, deliberation, a conversation and a celebration of a favorite action animated series. Yeah. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, where we take action and animation, excuse me, where we take action, oh my god. <laughs> Are you missing cartoons? Is that the word that you're tripping yourself up on, or what's happening there? Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I take action and animation and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. We took a week off. It was Thanksgiving. We're still full from all the food that we ate. We're keeping this raw because we are genuine with you, and because we don't <laughs> want to give our boy Jay Scotty too much extra to edit. Um. He's busy devil hunting right now. I'm Zuhara Lee. And I am Andrew Rogers. And we welcome you guys back. We hope you guys didn't miss us too much because 
clearly you haven't missed too much. <laughs> the show has a better at the very least. You've just gotten a goofy energy. We're just loonier, if anything. Uh, I wish all of you could have seen the minute that Zuhair like fumbled over his words. I thought he fell out of his chair. He just disappeared <laughs> from view, like disappointed at himself, and then popped back up out of nowhere to say action animation. I was so- in the process of like about to just like bang my head into my desk but then my keyboard was right there and then i didn't want to accidentally cut something off so i like froze anime style with my nose like perfectly over the keyboard trying not to press anything yes i love that for you (laughs) yeah so whether you were having a big old turkey with big family whether you were at a five-day wedding or whether you were enjoying quiet time on your own Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome back, everybody. It's December. It's dark. It's cold. But we have fantastic shows to talk about with you this week. Yeah, and it's going to be a loaded one because we have two episodes of everything after skipping a week. So you didn't want to say stuffed one stuffing. Oh, that's such a good I I'm having a hard time thinking about the Thanksgiving food because I'm still eating leftovers at this point. So it's just like been nonstop for the past week i'm done i'm ready to be out of the turkey coma <laughs> now nah, we had uh we had indian food at all five days of the wedding so the wedding festivities started on tuesday night i missed tuesday because i had to work and it was in richmond and then wednesday thursday friday saturday and technically sunday because i didn't get to bed till about 5 30 a.m was just festivities no turkey for zoo but lots of good times I don't know if you could complain because Indian sounds really good right now, and I might might just get Indian for dinner. That <laughs> that is like, I just kind of want some. Like, I might just go down to Wawa and get like one of the turkey bowls over mashed potatoes and gravy. Make a little stuffing on the side. So good. I, I like that we're just switching. Like, okay, you could do the Thanksgiving now. I mean, hey, you can always. I mean, now you're like a West Coaster and you can find fancy foreign food. Oh my gosh! I'll come food. back, but <laughs> but now no, you come out you're here. You're stuck in your LA ways. Whoa, LA. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well we talked about how happy we were to talk to you guys. We got a couple of feedback emails in. Why don't you hit us off with Andre Andre Sparks? Alright, so Andre Sparks hit us with an email. Hey guys, I finally went ahead and watched it. I got it. Yeah, is just this watched one? it. I I know what the is, it is. Is it the, the subject? The subject line. <laughs> I was like, wait, I've read this email. <laughs> It was the Green Lantern bit, right? Yes, the Green Lantern Beware My Power movie uh, from Warner Brothers on HBO Max. Uh, that is the that aforementioned is the, it. Yeah, that is the it. I finally went ahead and watched it. I gotta say, DC Animation does it again. I truly <laughs> wish they would have done something like this in live action years ago. Story, character development, and animation were all top notch. If you need something else to watch, I definitely recommend it. Keep up the good work, Andre. Well, I mean, I'm, that's kind I'm sorry of for butchering DC... this. That's kind of how DC operates, right? Like, they make great animated stuff, and they were just like, all right, everyone loved all the stuff. Make sure we do not use it in the live-action movies. I mean, of course. And it's just the fact that Green Lantern is such an amazing character, and there's so much that you could do. Doesn't matter which one of the Green Lanterns of Earth it is, because there's four of them at this point. Like, just pick one and run with that story. So... It is on my watch list. I will get there soon, but I'm glad to know it's as good as, you know, all of the other DC animation stuff, because it's just uh, they're known for 
animation at this point and mm-hmm. you know james gunn just keep doing it uh it actually that reminds me we don't have a news section this week but that was a piece of news that they announced uh this past week they will be making games and animated shows that tie into the new greater dcu uh because it's not dceu anymore i'm just hoping that young justice makes that cut but it is interesting that they're acknowledging at the forefront that there will be other things outside of just the movies Young Justice just needs to be the foundation. Like, Young Justice should just be how DC operates. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of directions for them to go, but just... I mean, Justice is the way. Young Justice, this is the way. This is the only way. Um, Speaking of DC stuff, what was the game called? Gotham Knights? They announced a new game mode that can be used from one to four players. And it's a specific game mode, but it's basically like a Starro invasion. Starro. Yeah, so it's like it's not part of the story. <laughs> it's like its own specific game mode. And I don't know too many of the details because I haven't like I still haven't played the game yet. But there this is like the only time that you can play with all four characters and have, you know, four people to play with, because that's some of the things that people were talking about about how you can only have one person like in the campaign. So the fact that they open this up to kind of have something over to the side and play with more people is pretty cool because a game with that system just kind of has endless possibilities. So the fact that they're just like slowly adding things on, this could very well be a game that, you know, survives like two or three years. I mean, I sure hope so. I I've heard some mixed things and I hopefully will be getting it soon. But, you know, my main request hearing that is do they get a fifth playable character that is Jaro at this point? Or are you looking at me like you don't know who Jaro is? Both. Jaro is my favorite joke ever. Jaro is the sixth Robin. There's a comic run where Batman keeps a tiny piece of Starro in a jar and ends up naming him Jaro and like, they bond and fall in love pretty not fall in love, but like they have the camaraderie and then he ends up giving him a little Robin outfit and starts fighting crime with Jaro whom st- still has the bloodlust of Starro. So it's just like, let's go kill people, Batman. And Batman's like, no, we're going to stop them. But still it's just this weird. The sixth Robin is Jaro in a jar. You're basically just telling me that you want Damien. <laughs> oh wait i forgot damien's not in the game I completely forgot. poor damien yes you can have damien <laughs> okay <laughs> full circle let's go okay all right next up from charles horton do you want to take this one or should i this is a fun one i don't I take it i know you want this you giddy little bugger hello I want to start by saying love the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad y'all are covering the shows y'all do. I love the coverage. The animated segment is great. The excitement you exhibit is contagious. The only piece of feedback I have, and it isn't a huge deal overall, but it's the pronunciation of Deku. It should be Deku or Deku. It's kind of spelling, so reading this is a little weird. But it should be Deku versus Deku. Deku. Minor thing, but I wanted to share. (laughs) Hopefully I don't hurt any feelings. You all are awesome, guys. Look forward to more animation coverage. Thanks, Charles. (laughs) Uh, Charles, you did not hurt any feelings. I can promise you that much because I know I am 
the main culprit of uh of this mispronunciation yeah and we are uh primary english speakers trying to say japanese words so we are all open for corrections but because this is one that i've called up before i had a great laugh reading that this morning so thank you for starting off my day on such a high note <laughs> oh no trust me monica's getting an earful later that like she speaks japanese and at no point decided to correct me on this like i mean clearly we've corrected you when you just yeah. looked past it and we just gave up so yes there are corrections i could blame it on the you know northeastern accent but when i probably have the least accent of the two of us here <laughs> there's not really i could cut i could keep going All there's the zelda the thing the great deku tree oh shoot i said All it right the there <laughs> okay well there's no excuse thank you for correcting us on that we <laughs> oh! jay J- scotty too <laughs> Look, you keep saying it's a we. We are all in this together. Oh, we think Naruto is a media me. show. <laughs> now you want to listen to me. Okay. Uh, now, thank you for that. And if anyone else has corrections uh, like this, please don't hesitate to do this. Like, we take Educate them. Us. Yeah, we take it as education because this is another language. I want to do it right in the same way. If we ever do culture things wrong or, you know, tradition, whatever. Feel free to reach out and let us know. This was an easy one that I will still probably screw up. But and conscious, Andrew apparently it only listens be. to you guys, so make sure you write in. Because well, why would I listen to Zuhair? Yeah, I why? Why? <laughs> see that's why the thing. I can choose whether or not to listen to you. They have to. They can't mute your parts in the car. That's what it is. They could turn the podcast off, but I'm just such a delight to listen to. Why would they? <laughs> I I want that confidence. <laughs> Speaking of confidence, let's confidently talk about as much of an anime as we can in one minute. We have two to cover within those one minutes, too. Are you ready for this? Uh, I, I wish I was, but I don't have my phone here to be a timer. All right, so while he figures that out, <laughs> Animated is a segment where we don't have enough time to talk about anime every week. So... Our primary is My Hero Academia, and throughout the week, the ones that we're obsessed with, we try to get as much of our thoughts out as we can in one minute. If there's one that you want to hear more about when the season is over, we will happily do an episode on it. So tell us which shows you love, tell us which ones you love hearing about, because we are here to talk about it. Now are you ready to pick one? I'm so ready. I found a timer, everyone. (laughs) Which one are we starting with? Chainsaw Man or Spy Family? Um, I'll do Chainsaw Man. Alright, Chainsaw Man, episode 8, Gunfire. He might talk about episode 7, in which I do not have the title up in front of me. Uh, I could give you my guess at the title, but it's going to be wrong. Sure, make one up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Did you pronounce that right? Uh, Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) If you have any thoughts, you can email us at animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com. We are in a mood today. We really are. Uh, (laughs) All right, I'm going to start this timer. What the actual hell is this show at this point? I don't know. (laughs) Everything's a surprise between these two episodes. I kind of knew this was coming because I saw the manga panel of the big event that happened in episode seven, and I was still so caught off guard. This show is just insane. Definition of not for children anymore. 
but it's still weird that I love these characters and I love what they're doing and I hate that I love it. It's just bizarre that they can have these interactions and I'm still on board with this show because it doesn't make sense. And then this most recent episode is just even more of I can't follow it. I can't guess it. Everything is insane. I don't know who lives. I don't know who dies. I don't think I felt this stressed about characters since Game of Thrones. Like nothing else has gotten me this level of invested and hype. And it's just, oh, it's amazing. And Mappa, why did you do it so well? Why did you do all of this to such a flawless degree? But I'm sad and I'm happy and I need to know what comes next. I hate you, I love you, I hate that, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Unintentional reference, but I'm glad (laughs) that it it came through because that was definitely what was happening in my subconscious. (laughs) Yeah, the show definitely was hitting the point where it was just, yeah, we're going to have our funny stuff, it's going to be our film noir look, it sits at a cliffhanger, we start off with some cool action, it's over quickly, and then, you know, rinse and repeat. Uh, But I believe it was Jay Scotty that said the last time that we spoke that this whole gun demon thing, the gun devil thing is what seems to be the ongoing story and what we're actually going to stick with a little bit. So the fact that there seems to be a bit of a following, a bit of a cult of these people, like actually stopping the devil hunters from making the progress. It's very intriguing. We do have a bigger story. I wasn't expecting, you know, so many people to die right off the bat i don't feel like they're actually dead and they're coming back but that was just a wild series of events and things really are going to get hectic from here on out so i'm i'm putting aside my okay this is just going to be a redundant thing and we actually have a story moving forward i feel like yours was so much more composed than mine was because you got it out no pun intended mine was just a word vomit pun intended who am i kidding um god that scene well and what's worse is like i'm upset that i looked this up uh the name of episode seven (sighs) the taste of kissing um ah yeah i completely forgot about that and like oh the end end credits was fine it was actually the the rainbows coming out the end credit was hilarious it was just Dude, I was screaming throughout that sequence, like, what was going on? And then the, what we had today was like, what is going on? Pick a mood, people! Yeah, I don't I don't uh, think it knows how. Like, this writer is insane. And the, like, information that keeps coming out... I love like, about anime, though. But the, the, they've, like, done interviews recently, and the information that keeps coming out is hilarious to me. Because, did you see the headlines that were, like, he wrote these very strong bossy female characters because he met a girl in college that like bullied him and he realized he liked it. So now he's just written all of these characters that bully the male characters. No, that's yeah, that's apparently his like initial reasoning for having like Makima be this very dominant woman. Interesting. I just love her character overall. Hopefully not rest in peace. Um, I do have a friend who did not want his name disclosed, but he did want to disclose that he was a doctor, that he was very upset that all of his waifus were killed off in this episode. Um, that was what you said, doctor. I'm like, oh, is it going to be something about the vomiting in another no. person's mouth? No, it's that he, no, he just straight up said, I'll start listening to the podcast if you share this message to your listeners for me. 
Well, so I am doing this so that he <laughs> listens and realizes how amazing this podcast is and starts telling his patients about it every day. <laughs> and then there's already like a banner of another brown doctor in the waiting room. I'm hoping to have mine up with it with animation deliberation. And this is this is literally just to get the listenership up. Marketing, baby. <laughs> baby. Uh, so yeah, I did that message. He has to listen now. And let's hope we have more listeners. Well, on that note, I'm going to let you take uh, Spy first, since I got to do all of the blustering Chainsaw Man. You know, before I do that, like, I wasn't happy because Chainsaw Man is supposed to be my silly thing after Bleach. What episode was a silly? There was like one silly point. Everything else has been full on. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, this is the first episode that didn't have, like, pure comedy in it. Uh, But anyways. Yeah, so I was mad that it was just two what-the-hell episodes. But moving on to Spy Family. The fun thing about the show is it's very reminiscent of, like, Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry, where it's, like, two episodes within that 30-minute block. Like, we're just getting, like, a couple of shorts. It really is fun. I'm glad that we finally got to like meet meet Nightfall because we saw her in a previous episode and we see her in these closers all the time with I was wondering if it was just like steam from your cooking in the background from that epic closer or if she's actually jealous and now I'm getting like what they were actually going at. So the fact that they're telling us like little bits of the story from the closer and now this is like unveiling what it is is really fun. Uh, Everything between... Anya getting mad at Bond and then all the stuff Penguin stuff and saying I hate you like that broke my heart a little bit but the whole sequence of making like a Franken penguin and all it was just so good I just this this is the show is so good for the soul and if you're not watching it you're missing out so much yeah the Looney Tunes comparison is great like it's heartfelt it's genuine there's just so much fun to be had and you know, two episodes ago, we got that great time of Anya just running around the hospital being a little menace that could read minds. And I just love <laughs> that. It's just this new energy all the time with these characters that like, you think they're going to be serious and they're just emotion. The one woman Nightfall is just falling in love with him. It just doesn't need to make sense. And I love it. And I don't know why the penguin saving arc here has been one of my favorite things that has happened this season so much fun so cute i was on board like anya said i hate you and i was like no don't do that to mr dog you can't no (laughs) and there's just so much happening lloyd bringing out the full like daddy energy with that entire arc he was just on it like if yours not in love with him i am at this point and then uh the number one laugh that i have gotten was not a borf but open the door borfu (laughs) and yes i hit that right on the minute mark but just adding the u to the borf killed me (laughs) you 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 started with daddy and now you're at daddy oh yeah i've like (laughs) like already on your friend yeah no they were already way too attractive of a couple but the just there was something about the caretaker energy there that was just like oh no this is daddy this is not there there's a line that's been crossed Papa. oh man everything about that show is so great and that closer is still so perfect opening and closer across the board like 
I think anime has started to really realize how important that is because it feels like all of the newer stuff is just killer open and closer. Whereas like they were good before, but they weren't a focal point. Mm -hmm. Now it's now it's top of the like mind, I suppose. Did we ever talk about how Chainsaw Man's opener is based off of like scenes from different movies? Um, Hollywood movies. Did you watch that montage? I know I put it on our Instagram story like okay. after the first episode came out. And I think I mentioned, hey, there's references in there. But I don't think we've like talked at length about it. But it's so it's so much fun. And that song is stuck in my head nonstop. I think this was the first time I skipped the opener just because of how wild the show started off. <laughs> fair. That's a fair reason. I was like, I don't care enough to listen to a song on a regular basis. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, if you weren't aware, the opening and closers for Chainsaw Man, they're just, they are proper art. Stay for every closer. Yeah, I was about to say, stay for every closer. It's not only a different song, but a different uh, animation to go with it every single week. I hated this one. It was so sad. Oh, it it, it was so sad. It kept evoking emotions. It really... (laughs) Make it stop. All right, we got one more. Bleach. Thousand Year Blood War, Episode 8, The Shooting Star Project. Everything about the show has been bonkers. I kind of want to talk about the last episode more because, you know, the we watched the head captain show off every part of his powers. We we're like, why does the main hero need to come in? Now he's dead and the main hero does come in. We we're like, all right, let's see him just like wreck shop. No, he gets his ass handed to him too. We get the big availing of him being a Quincy we're going to see more about his family and this and that. And then we go into like the ramifications uh, within this episode. So a few people are still alive, but you know, everything is just shattered. The soul society is destroyed. The 13 head captains are just kind of like at an all time low right now. And now we're going to see the palace for the first time. So what they have in store for Ichigo, we don't know. Of course, we're going to have another training montage for a while. Like how could you not? Uh, But Things are wild in the show. Like, it's about as gut-wrenching as My Hero Academia is, and we're here for it. Yeah, obviously I'm not watching Bleach, but I think I even messaged you, like, as much as there was crazy stuff going on in Chainsaw Man and crazy stuff going on in My Hero, I think I saw more Bleach what is going on than anything else. This is the oldest one. This started when Naruto did. Like, Bleach started when I was in middle school, and now they're just, like, making this, like, reemergence. So, like, the the fan base behind that is much higher than the other shows that we talk about. Well, I mean, they're the only one of the big three that, like, took a break and came back fresh. Because you got, you know, One Piece, as we've talked about, is still just hanging out. And Boruto is Boruto. Um, Boruto is another one that has better openers and closers than it does actual episodes. That's interesting. But I was looking at some of the manga ex- excerpts that are out right now, and it's like, ooh, it looks like things are getting interesting again. Should I just skip all these fillers and start reading? I mean, Naruto it's an was option. the only time I ever read manga, so it's like, kind of makes sense to just read it for Boruto now. Wow. Yeah. I could not wait for Naruto, and I was in high school at the time. So, first it went to, I was watching the dubbed episodes, 
And then I was watching the sub, which was easier to do when class was going on, because I could just read the subtitles while the teacher was talking. And then I ran out of those episodes, so I started reading the manga, because I could just click through every week. And obviously, I didn't make the time to learn Japanese, so I couldn't do the Japanese manga. But yeah, I was locked in from middle school until college when it finally ended. <laughs> love is love. That's for sure. Such a great show. So that is it for our animated. If there's anything that you guys want to hear from, make sure you hit up our socials. You email us, animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com. And if there's any of these shows that you want to hear more about, let us know so that when the season is over, we can have episodes dedicated to it. But, bu- 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 25 minutes biggest <laughs> never-ending heartbreak on a week-to-week basis, My Hero Academia Season 6. Episode 8, episode 9. <sighs> Can't handle it. <laughs> uh, neither can I. I'm going to do a synopsis of episode 9, uh, Katsuki Bakugo Rising, uh, for everyone. We are going to talk about both episodes 8 and 9. I don't want to sit here and make I'm you all do listen. a talking order while you do that. Yeah, I'm just going to not make a we're not going to prattle on about this forever. So I'm just going to do the synopsis of the most recent episode and we will go from there. But in case you were somehow looking for not spoilers or whatever, we're covering both of those episodes. To desperately halt the effects of the quirk-destroying drug, a Razorhead cuts his leg off. Despite this, Shigaraki manages to reach his face, slicing one of his eyes just as Shoto appears, who had been following Deku and Bakugo. I'm sorry I mispronounced it. I was trying. I was consciously <laughs> there. another version of it. <sighs> <sighs> You're throwing in letters that don't belong anymore. Just out of spite. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? I said Deku. I said Dek- Deku and Bakugo, blasting him with a mountain of ice and further knocked back by Deku. Jesus. With Eraser unconscious, his quirk is undone, and Shigaraki begins to regenerate all of his injuries. Meanwhile, the evacuation team overhear the mass destruction caused by Gigantomachia as he makes a reckless beeline directly towards his master. The rest of the UA students in Gunga can only look on in fear at the devastation left in his wake. Shigaraki prepares to finish everyone off, only for his body to suddenly split open, realizing that he is awakened too early. Deku figures out that... Just like him, his body can't withstand the power of All for One. At this moment, Midoriya unlocks the quirk of the seventh user, Nanashimaru's float, and combined it with Black Whip, pulls Shigaraki into the air and rescues his companions. He proceeds to duel Shigaraki in the air alone while the heroes recover on the ground, causing Bakugo to get anxious. He recalls a conversation with All Might during their training prior, where Bakugo voiced his worries regarding a mystery of the one-for-all users, and admitting that his bullying of Midoriya came from not understanding his unselfish attitude. While unleashing the full power of one-for-all to overwhelm Shigaraki, even despite the damage to his body, Bakugo and Shoto get Endeavor into the air so he can finish Shigaraki off for good with prominence burn. As he burns alive, All for One's voice calls out to Shigaraki, his body, his body suddenly releasing an array of ribbit stabs to knock Endeavor away. Shigaraki, in quotes, shoots out several toward Midoriya, but with no hesitation, just like he had done before, Bakugo blasts forward, pushing Midoriya out of the way and getting stabbed instead. Alright, so a lot of last week's episode was class A and B trying to stop Gigantomachia. 
we didn't get to talk about that. So I do want to put that aside so that we can just give the attention to the the big oh my moments. That was the, what the show has been doing is to us is making us feel like we have this hope and there's a chance that we're going to win and that the tides are turning in our favor. But ever since Kaminari took that shock, that has not come to fruition. I feel so bad for these heroes just watching Gigantomachia just break through, wrecking these towns. You were asking before, like, how far do you think it is from, like, one of the salt sites to the other? Oh, my gosh. The number of cities that they named in between was terrifying. Like, you know when, uh, well, I mean, you were in Buffalo, but, uh, you, know, you know, school days? You wake up and you're like waiting for your your school to get called because there's so many that are going to be closed because it's snowing. Yeah, if, yeah. It if, was just this was the amount of cities that might get just fully trampled with no survivors. It just kept going. Like that was the feeling inside me. They listed off like three or four, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is crazy!" And then the fifth came, and then the sixth came, and I would guess there was about a dozen cities mentioned that if were that. going to just be absolutely leveled, and it was. It was heartbreaking amongst all of the other heartbreak because not only were we getting that, but we were also just seeing the defeat that was on the students' faces that they couldn't stop mm-hmm. what was happening, that the uh, tranquilizer wasn't going to take effect, that something had gone wrong. Just that pure, raw, it's over was so crazy and that was before we even knew that some of the heroes had sacrificed themselves getting the students Mm -hmm. out to safety like so they are already guilty about that now there's all of these other cities in the way and they're trying to convince them to like hey you guys made the right call whatever happens like you guys made the right choice don't worry about that don't let that sit the dude who probably gave that message is dead right now yeah no it (sighs) It's the pure heart of, like, this is what it takes to be a hero. You know that All Might and Endeavor have had to sit there at night thinking about not who they saved, but who they couldn't save. And Mm. unfortunately, these students now have to go through that. And it's crazy that we have said this is what it is. And, I mean, we were warned it's going to be dark, and I, I fear this is not as dark as it gets. And that's what's even crazier. Yeah, Man, there's just so much going on. It's crazy how Ashido actually knew Gigantomachia. Like, that was the bully that she stopped when they were kids. Oh, yes, that moment when she put the pieces together of and that she froze happening. because of it. Her entry was so incredible. Like, they had the quicksand in, right? She got her boost. She had this acid armor getting through all of it. And then as she was supposed to toss it, just froze because she recognized him. And there was just that sync that happened. But then Red Riot coming in to be able to return the favor of wrestling. Like, everything ties together so nicely. Like, why oh, yeah. did we need this story between the two of them? We thought it was all about Red Riot. And then to find out that, like, those were just more seeds that they planted for season six was just... Man, this, the attention to detail in this show is just always so baffling. Yeah, and that one feels like another budding romance uh possibility that we have going on there those two seem to have a a pure moment between them no matter how fleeting it was but that was one of the yeah it's definitely one of the ships i wouldn't be surprised it's also that weird like 
they are all coming together, whether it be a, in a fam familial love or a platonic love or a romantic yeah. love. When all of this is over, they're going back to the dorms and just all being together in some capacity of just like we did there this together. But I will say we talk about how heavy things are getting and how great things are. I feel like the attempts at comedy are slowly falling by the wayside in these two episodes. Like they're still trying, but it's not enough to pull through this because like this most recent episode, I know the comedy moment was like splits open with injury. Wait, what month is it? Like, no, I wasn't laughing at that. That was just, what was it? It was when Shigaraki like split in half and instead of being like, oh no, I'm not fully formed yet. He just looked at the heroes like, wait, what's today's date? Like, oh, I didn't take that. That was terrifying. I didn't think that as a comedy attempt at all. I took that as a comedy attempt that that might just be misreading. But yeah, that was like the only thing that I could think of because I'm still going to hang back on this previous episode before like so many things happened. I almost forgot that they nearly killed Gran Torino off. Like they gave us a whole episode of Gran Torino pummeled into the ground just yeah. there. And I like nearly forgot about that because there's so much happening. And I'm like, that's not, that's not okay. He is one of our like big characters in all mm -hmm. of this. And I nearly forgot that that happened. My important is not stature. There's a comedy attempt. Hey, I, I will say that's one nitpick. How did he go from six two to like three four? Man, HB like that, you know, like all the gas he's pushing off. Once he got older, like he had to compensate with the size. He's just getting shorter every time. He's he just getting powers. compressed. That's why he tried to retire. Yep. <laughs> that one just um, doesn't make any sense. You can you can convince me that All Might can get bigger. You can't convince me Grand Torino can get smaller. I'm not, I, I don't agree. It's like fat gum. Like he was just building up like all the compression into his height. And now he's just ch -ch -ch -ch, like letting it out, but he's too old to like refill. I, <laughs> his clothes are much cheaper in the kids aisle. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. Cause it's close to he's look kind of baggy, social though. security now. He's not part of an agency. Let the man do his thing. He could be dying soon. Yeah, that's I, I still he doesn't feel safe. No one feels safe. I don't No. No, him getting his uh, ribs broken in was the start of Deku being like, I'm not going anywhere like I'm in this fight. That's what he started considering 100 percent. And when you have to start off an episode with Aizawa just cleanly just taking a knife out of his hip and chopping. I understand that it's an anime. We're supposed to be quick with that. But like. The level of power that goes into cleaning off somebody's leg with one swipe. The power right? and determination that needs to go into that. And then to still be conscious, like, while it's happening. Yeah, oh Endeavor. Cauterize that. Let's, let's close that off. No, because that was my thing. When they had that, like, Wait, tease. Did Cauterize it? Maybe he did. I can't. There's so many I things. Know, I know, like, one of the two heroes was trying to, like, get the scarf around to tie it up. And I know Black Whip was, like, holding it for a second. Mm. But just the sheer shot. Like, that's how the episode started. We're like, oh, he lost his powers. I'm wondering about Aerie at this point. Like, is she going to reverse it? And this and that. I was yeah. like, is she going to reverse his leg coming back? Oh, my God. That was one of my um, questions. Can Aerie reattach legs? 
because they gave and then us it that. wasn't even it wasn't even the decay that was hitting his face. It was Shigaraki with pure will just ripping his face off, trying to get to his eyes. Like, dude, the rating had to have gone up for this episode. I don't pay attention to ratings because I'm a grown man. I don't think I did when I was a kid, anyways. But it had to have gone up for that because that made me just as uncomfortable as the vomiting kiss scene. Yeah, no, for sure. I. Uh- it goes back to my question uh, at the beginning of the season. Like, was this the first time we saw blood when twice was killed? That felt like a weird moment that we could see his blood spilling off the balcony. And I'm wondering if we did a little, a little age up, like, okay, we can't show this to kids anymore. Uh, it's going to change. But yeah, I don't, I don't know between like, I didn't know what was going to happen when we had that cliffhanger last episode because it was just the bullet going into his legs and his eyes fading. And I was like, why is he pulling out his knife? What does he think he's going to do? That wasn't an option in my head. Like, that one did not cross my mind as a possibility. Like, maybe drain the blood, you know, get the poison out of it like a snake bite. Like, nope, not taking any chances. Here's your I, dinner tonight. Yeah, it's it's again like. And they almost did a fake out and then they retconned the fake out, so to speak, of like watching his eyes fade and the color go away. So it's like, oh, his quirk's gone. No, that was actually him losing focus. Like they had us so fooled. But again, you said it at the top. It's the feeling of hopelessness that that episode seven or eight rather episode eight ended and I didn't know what the hope was. I was like, Aizawa's out. We don't have his power anymore. It's over. And they didn't even give us hope back by having his leg cut off. They just gave us moments. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this episode is the same thing of like, there's no hope at the end. We hit the end of this road and I just feel hopeless and I don't know where it goes. I'm scared for everybody. But uh, Bakugo, like, uh, it can't be Bakugo, right? Before we get to that, there was a guess that you had that Shigaraki's two missing fingers was a weapon of some sort. I was sort. so upset that that wasn't true. When he, when he pulled out the bullet, I was like, oh my god, is Andrew right? Is I thought he was going to shoot it. Gun? And then he flicked it, I was like, oh, thank god. I can't let him be right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I was I was so ready for that, and uh, I mean that I don't also still it doesn't make sense how he just also bit uh, Midoriya's arm during the hundred percent smash, and then also still had enough wherewithal to flick the bullet. Like his physical and mental prowess at this point is off the charts. That's just that's a spiritual drive. That's spiritual. There, there are, there are, so the readiness triangle. If a triangle makes readiness, you got three parts of it. Mind, okay. body, spirit. And for each mind, body, spirit, you have preparedness, awareness, and willingness. In that order, mind, body, spirit. Uh, sorry, I switched two of them. So preparedness is having what you need physically, the tools. Awareness is obviously just being aware of the situation, understanding your surroundings, understanding what it takes. And the willingness is actually like the spirit to do something. So these are this is like this triangle that I live by, right? It the first time I learned about it just blew my mind. Can I so ask Shigaraki you a question? So at this point, literally just willingness, like he is shredded and just kind of like I need to hit this cool guy with this bullet. What is your question? 
So my question, is it a, and this might be pedantic, but I'm trying not to be. Is this like a pyramid of like, you want to build up to this? Or is this a triangle of like, you can only, but is it a triangle of like, you can only pick two? Or you need all three. You okay? So it's building to the thing. Okay, I didn't know yeah, if it was one of those like triangle. The whole triangle represents readiness, and if you do not have preparedness, awareness, and willingness, you are not truly ready to do something. Okay. So to make a phone call, preparedness: Do I have the phone? Awareness: Do I know who I'm calling? Willingness: Do I actually want to? Do I have the desire to make this phone call? Which a lot of the time with phone calls, the most introverts don't i was just about to say me ordering chinese like do i have the triangle in front of me yeah exactly so it's something as simple (laughs) as that and it's something as elaborate as do i want to put this core killing bullet into this goat's leg that's super cool and i i i don't know i just i get that he has that drive but the fact that his motivation is just i hate you He's crazy. Like his drive is not, I want to avenge my parents or these people have wronged me. Like at least we could kind of logic our way to how Aaron Yeager got to what he did, even though it's not right. Shigaraki is just raw anger and angst. And it's just crazy that he's still at this level. Like I want to have the Zuko moment of, well, you could be more powerful if it wasn't just anger. Like, but it is a life of resentment, right? Like he was looked at wrong and he killed his whole family. And, you know, how much does he know about his actual mother that apparently left him? And like, you see how much that's still affecting Gran Torino. Like, I, every punch he puts into Shigaraki, he just talks about how, oh my God, excuse me. What is her name? I was trying to find in the paragraph as I was going down that. Shimura. Um, he was like, Shimura would be so disappointed in you and this and that. Like, I mean, it's got hate built up and you know that all for one is just feasting on it. He's just pointing this weapon in the direction of like, yes, everyone hates you. Everyone's out to get you. Heroes are frauds and it's a lot. Yeah, no, it's and that's my thing. I don't disagree with like he was wronged but by heroes by a small group of people to kill people on mass like this is whoo but yeah it, it does make me wonder how much is all for one behind this now that we've kind of gotten this we saw it coming a little bit the whole is he actually in control and we got that confirmation at the end when he looked at uh Mitaria and went oh hello brother it was like okay mm-hmm. so this is all for one at what point do we find out shigaraki was literally just a vessel it seems to be getting that way because first shigaraki was like no i'm gonna do this on my own terms because you haven't been doing it the right way i appreciate you raising me but like we're doing this a shigaraki way now and now that he actually is just getting absolutely pummeled like Endeavor's entrance was so cool, and I called it that Shoto was going to come in like just to cool him off, to give him the yeah. power to do it. But that scream, that was a nightmarish scream of of uh, Endeavor just hugging him from behind, hitting that prominence blast. Just ah! You see him burning in his face, and I was like, oh my god, make it stop! 
But like he's just he's he's done. And now all for one, because you see him like grinning in his cell too. He's just kind of like, I'm gonna take over. You don't wanna die now. And yeah, he's he's taking the wheel. And it's terrifying. It, like that it, was his power, the little zigzaggy dark side looking spears that came out. The the rivet stabs. Yeah, I guess they're called rivet stabs. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, I <clears throat> it also feels very um Voldemort horcruxy, I guess. That like bit. there's a possibility there's another body out there. Like, even if they manage to kill Shigaraki all for one. There's still the all for one that is in the prison cell. Could could there be more? Like, I don't know. It it's it's never ending. It's hopeless. I'm terrified. I need to know more. Also, it's episode nine. Uh, <sighs> there's so many things happening. Does Ari even play a part in all of this? Like, there's just <sighs> there's so she many questions. Some way. I don't even know anymore because also the Nomu are still running rampant. Like I don't even know if any other heroes could get from the civilians to Shigaraki because of the Nomu army that's standing between them. Like as much as I want to see Uraka show up and help, I don't even know if they can get there. Unless Ida gives her a piggyback ride. Maybe I, I don't know. It's... I mean, in, in the little bit of like next time on, like you see that Ida is getting involved somehow. I don't know if he's actually going to make it to the battlefield or if he's just doing stuff in his area. Or I feel bad talking about the next time on, but it's like I'm in shock throughout the credits, so I don't like hit back before it comes on, and then I'm just sitting there in absolute silence, and then Spy Family plays by itself, and then I'm happy again. Oh my god, I forgot to mention. Thank you for saying this. Um, so you watched the credits this week, right? Yes. Oh my God. What you was different? Um, what was different? I can't remember what it was. So I knew you, that there was something different. Usually, right near the end, it's Shigaraki like standing on the roof with his cape fluttering. This time, it was Baby Bakugo holding out his hand and Big yes, Bakugo the water. holding it in the water instead of Midoriya, you know, grabbing it and pulling him up. And I was just like, no, this feels like an actual goodbye, like it was for twice, and I'm not right. ready for that. No, that was Midoriya's hand both times. No, it was Baby Bakugo and Big Bakugo. There was no... No, there was Baby Bakugo and Big Bakugo in the water. And there was a hand reaching out to each one. I assume it's like them connecting. Like, no, it's the it, idea of one helping up of the like, other. No, it, this was the exact scene from when Bakugo fell off the bridge. And even though he was okay, Midoriya ran down to grab him. Right, that's and I'm, what that was showing. So it was showing Midoriya lifting him up because we had that conversation of Bakugo and All Might, and like how much he actually does care for him. That's so what that was representing. That wasn't Bakugo picking himself up. That was a symbolism of like how much of an effect Midoriya actually actually had on Bakugo. That we're hearing him confess for the first time in a flashback scene. Well, yes, but. Like, I think you're most of the way there in the fact that it's symbolism. I think the symbolism is he's in his head. He's replacing Midoriya with himself. Like, he's the one that has to do the saving now. It's his It's finally his time to be selfless enough. So he's the one pulling the little boy out this time, not Midoriya. 
That's... I think this is his way of saying thank you for pulling me back then, but I don't want to get too much well, into no, it. Well, no, 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 I agree. artistic interpretation. No, I totally I agree. I think both thank times you. picking him up, but um, yeah, I, I remember because of everything that happened with Twice, I was like, I got to pay attention to this because something's about to switch up, and I was like, well, there it is. Yeah, but again, it felt too final. Seeing that was a problem to me. There's no way they're going to kill off Bakugo and Endeavor. I, and that's the weird thing. I think someone has to die, but I don't know who. At this point, it feels like the gravely injured are like kind of safe. Like I just, I need Aerie to show up goku style and just rewind shigaraki before he got implanted and aizawa with his leg and never being alive can she undo and she just be the sensu bean that we need (laughs) yeah well it is that like interesting how far back can she go because when she initially showed up i think we all assumed, oh, she'll reverse Lemillion's, or actually, they even said that's the goal is to train you up so you can reverse Lemillion's, you know, loss of quirk. Yeah. So, like, does she need to touch the things? What's the what's well, the activation? Under Aizawa's, Aizawa's, like supervision at all times because her power right. can get out of control. How is she going to respond when she finds out what happens to her caretaker? Oh yeah, I maybe she actually does save the day because she just goes buck wild. Um, on the topic of her being a little baby, I got a mini Funko the other day that is the scene of uh, Midoriya going infinite with uh, Ari on his back. Aw, yeah, it's so good. I've seen the regular size Funko. That's cute. Yeah, I got a I got a little baby one. Midoriya's powers. There was a lot of speculation of is he going to get all of his powers? Are we getting one at a time? And do we still have more of the story? Is Are we just going to see everything and this is like the last season of the show when they're just not telling us? I'm sure there's a bunch of people who are reading the manga right now. Like, read the damn manga so we can tell you. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody who hasn't done that yet, but we're sorry. Thanks, we're Fabian. Through this. Um, it's... There's a lot that could happen. I want there to be more story. Like, there's no way that this can be like the final showdown. But it's cool that Float was unlocked already, and he's actually been working on this, as opposed to him unlocking something and figuring it out right away. So at first, I was like, "There's such an intense situation going on. Why do I care about a flashback?" But that was a very good flashback. It was. I don't know why this was. I paid so much attention to this, but it's cute how like Uraka actually had like hair her hair. Tied up. It like, was so cute. Like because to go out of like a character's normal style is like a lot of work for animators. So the fact that they did that was just kind of like, oh, I love this. And then her like yelling at Bakugo for beating him up to the point that he can't learn all the time was just so cute. So it was uh, her tape arms. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. And uh, Sue. Just kind of going over the power, but then that deep talk between All Might and Bakugo, the fact that he actually sat and had a civil conversation for a solid two minutes. Such growth in Bakugo. Uh, now there's a growth coming out of Bakugo's front and back. Uh, oh, no. 
It's interesting. I like how Gran Torino recognized her right away, too. He's like, ah, that's my master's power. Yeah, no, they were totally on board. <sighs> that was epic how, like, he was about to hit the decay because Aizawa's power turned off. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, nope, Weep. we're going for a guy. On yeah. Deku's arms, he was like, if my teacher can cut his own leg off, I can bust up my arms, no problem. It's yeah. worth it. There's a, and that's the thing. There's a real chance that this is the final season because his arms like can't take much more. Like we have to hit a point where it's like, this is all that I have left. Even though we know he's going to continue being a hero. I, I don't know. There's still a lot left for these characters to give though. I think that's the one big piece of hope. Uh, like, Shoto just got there. Todoroki has all the power. How does he use it from here? Unless, of yeah. course, uh, unless, of course, Dobby shows up. Yeah, Gigantomachia could very well show up to all this with all the Nomu still being there. That's such a terrifying thought. Yeah, like, I almost, I, I beg the question is this the last we've seen of gigantomachia for the first 12 episodes like we've talked about it's gonna be two chunks like do we even have time to focus on the b story anymore they find a way to make it relevant they do every time i'm not upset by the extra relevance of what's going on that's for sure yeah because the last time we talked we were talking about how like they cut to like where it would cut to commercial like, we yeah. had Midori, and then it cut to midnight. I was like, I don't care that it happened. And I was just kind of like, this is intriguing! <laughs> yeah. Side note, made some real interesting animation decisions with midnight, but that's neither here nor there. That was some weird fan service. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the funniest part. Uh, I have huh? confirmed... Never mind, we're going to ignore it and keep going. Uh, I have okay. confirmed you were correct with the Bakugo uh, in the water thing, that both times he is reaching for uh deku's hand yes so you were correct interpretation was correct but watching this back reminded me like i was so sucked in i barely noticed bachelor's in art school boy (laughs) well your bachelor's in art school will appreciate the interesting like old school tv set animation they decided to use for that little bit of like Bakugo's mind that it had the rounded edges and was like a little faded and grainy so that like when they wanted to cut it out, it was the old school TV, like pew and the line to the middle. Like, I don't know why they did that, but it just, it felt right to trigger your brain that like, this is something happening outside of the battle. It's not just a flashback. It's like in someone's mind, I guess. They just, they wanted you to just hear your heartbeat for a second. Because when well, the team yeah. came up, you had that that second of pin drop silence. <gasps> yeah, like, I don't know. Did you think he was going to jump in the way? I don't know what was happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm 20 minutes of my Saturday is literally just in pure shock. Stress. 100% stress. I told you, like, this is why I love TV shows and movies, because, like, my brain sits at the door and I am just locked into somebody else's world. This is why I love theaters. If I could watch these 20 minutes in a theater every week, it would be so much better. But yeah, the theater yeah, like, experience. I don't I don't think about 
I mean, I do, but it's so far back in my mind of like, oh, this is going to happen or this is going to do this or they're going to do that. Like it's 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 like you shove the voices in a closet and they're trying to tell you and you're just like, no, I'm in the moment. This is what's happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a great way to watch it. I just ask these questions as a podcaster so to speak like i don't i don't know how much of this is like i actually did think about it in the moment or it's just like a hindsight like of course i thought about that because like in the mo- i just i seriously am just locked in yeah no i i totally agree it's just and this is why i have to watch it by myself too i can't have anybody say like oh that's gonna happen because i will want to like just push that person out of the window the second See, that they take me out of that trance. I was about to say, it's the after the fact. It is like, put on the movie theater every time before. Don't text, don't call, don't post. Like, you do not do anything. You don't talk. You don't. Yeah. Nothing happens when that screen goes on. That's it. Unless it's a, like, we're rewatching something or it's a comedy, whatever. When it's go time, it is go time for things like this. Yeah, like, I love my little cousin. But and he's so excited that he has like somebody that he can talk to about MCU stuff. So he was like, hey, the Guardians three trailer came out and I'm like, yeah, I'm swamped with work stuff right now. I'll watch it in a minute. He was like, oh, I totally think that blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, bro, I don't want to (laughs) know. Respect the fact I haven't seen it yet. I don't want to know that like this is going to make me cry or this is going to be really funny. Like I don't, I, I need my own opinions on things and my own perceptions on things. I can't have outside voices. That's why I watch shows by myself now. That's why I'm very particular about who I go to the movies with. Like this, this is my escape from everything. And I can't have little things ruined like that. And I wish people could just understand to STF to STFU until that person says that they have seen it. I'm trying not to cuss so Scotty doesn't have to cut it out. Yeah, we did a weirdly good job. Yeah, no, I, I completely Dude, agree. I have it's... a sailor mouth. Like, it's really hard to wash my mouth. I can't. I, I live in a Navy town. Oh, come on. There's a there's a camera. You can watch your mouth. Just look in the screen. <laughs> bad jokes are bad. Uh, and he's giving me some fingers here. Yeah, they're flying away. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't want to harp on. Yeah, I don't want to harp on it too much by any means. But yeah, the the more I go to the movies, the more I think there are a lot of people that should not be allowed to go to the movies. <laughs> There's just <laughs> like it's just lock in, enjoy yourself, disappear in that world. If I'm sitting through three hours of Avatar, you're sitting through it with me. Like you know, just let's just you know disappear from the rest of the world. And no, it's on the sixteenth. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, I got my tickets for that already. Oh, man, this episode really tired me out. We came in with a lot of energy. I think we maintained it very well. I'm very happy with how this came out. I hope your uh, doctor friend really enjoys what was <laughs> some. This was some two brain cell energy for sure. We were just playing ping pong back and forth a little bit there. But uh, that's I had coffee before I started editing. And I That's think it, it kicked in like I, I put my head down a couple of times while I was editing and it seemed to all have kicked in for the podcast. Fantastic. 
Well, do you have fans uh, to the listeners? <laughs> I hope this made up for the week that we didn't give you anything. Yeah, we did give you an hour here. Bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, to all of our fans out there, uh, you know, give us a five star rating and review is the easiest way to support us as a show completely free. And, you know, we love getting all sorts of feedback from you guys, whether it be in the form of emails, reviews. It's great to know that we are uh, getting to our listeners out there. And on top of great ways to give us feedback, all of our social media platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at AnimationDelib1 and Facebook and Instagram, Animation Deliberation. That is a great way to reach out. Uh, we didn't want to read them on the show, but we got some messages over the Thanksgiving holiday here in America and they were just, you know, thankful for us just as much as we talked at the top. Like, we are so thankful for all of you. It's just so nice to hear these things that, you know, there are people on the other end of this rambling microphone. And there's just so many ways that you can reach out. Don't feel pressured by any means. But we love hearing that. And we love growing as a show and growing as a community uh, as well. I still think my favorite thing ever was when we were getting so many emails during Young Justice that the emails started replying to each other on the show. <laughs> like, we weren't here. They were just responding to each other. It's so much fun to know that there is a group of you guys out there. And, uh, yeah, we, we appreciate you. There's so many things that we have going on, and we just love doing them. But outside of animation deliberation, uh, Zuhair, what do you have that you do? Uh, this week I finally hopped back on to 323 with Reed Murphy. The timings just haven't been able to work out the last few times. But, updated Commander's Talk, we are six, five and one since Heineke started. Uh, so I'm very excited that we're actually on a hot winning streak right now and in the playoff picture. Um, we got Marvel stuff coming out, so go to Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast and or just wrapped up. We got the Star Wars Universe podcast. Um... There's just a lot of good content. Strandandpanda.com. Find it all. Listen to them. Show them love, too. If you know people who listen to them that don't listen to us, get them to listen to us. Apparently, even if they don't watch anime, like, we're just a goofy bunch. Apparently, we're just fascinating to listen to. I guess so. And I mean, you know, it's not just limited to anime. We will be back to regular animation at some point as more of it comes out. Maybe even talk some Pokemon at some point. I'm just digging into uh, the games. So that's... That's a possibility on the horizon for sure, because I'm having a lot of fun, no matter how goofy that game is. Part of me wants to get the game now, like while the glitches are there, because those highlight videos crack me up every week. It, like, I'm not even mad. <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. I saw that it was, it was like it was a montage of like all the glitches from the game. And then it was like with this happy, like silly music. And then it gets like super dark. And then, like, the character's, like, passing him out and cuts the corner. And there's this, like, giant deli bird that just looks <laughs> you dead in the eyes. And then, like, just waddles towards you at full speed. Like, <laughs> 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 it was, the horror music that went with it was so perfect. Yeah. So all of that stuff that we're excited to talk about, make sure you tune in next time. That's T-O-O-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-
Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Stranded Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed. When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's finally here. The Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off gifts they'll love. Get an extra 25% off dressed up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more. Plus an extra 25% off Samsonite and Delsey luggage. With great prices from top designers, Macy's has all the best deals you can't miss this weekend. And don't forget to sign up for a Macy's card or use a coupon to get 15% off beauty products they'll love this season. Visit Macy's.com to find great holiday deals today.